10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I don't know about you, Matt Jones, but I still get a kick out of hearing uh, Chris Carlin say, what? This is loco over and over again. I don't know. Just something about it doesn't seem like that would be in his, like, repertoire for words that he says often, but I don't know anything. Candy Carlin on ESPN Radio. Shea Cornette, Matt Jones here with you on the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. If you want to give us a call, say hello, tell us what you're looking forward to in college football or anything in between. 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776. Weigh in on that Dr. Pepper call online. Um, okay, so NFL Week 1 is fastly approaching here, and the Browns are going to square off with the Panthers. That's all cool, but it's even cooler because the Panthers named Baker Mayfield their starting quarterback. Baker Mayfield used to play for the Browns, extremely disgruntled, didn't want to participate in anything after the news of Deshaun Watson came about. And so here we are now with these two teams going up against each other and all the drama that comes with it. Right, Matt Jones? Well, then we add a little more drama to it because supposedly Baker Mayfield was speaking to the NFL media. He essentially said um, that he was going to F up his former team. And there were other words around that, and I, I don't have the entire context to it. But the point is, is that he's ready to go out there and get him if you will. Well, now, uh, okay, so here we go. Mayfield said via Joe Pearson of TheAthletic.com, first I didn't say it, so he's now denying that he said that. Obviously, everyone's going to write whatever story they want. There's history I played there the last four years. I'm extremely, I'm an extremely competitive person. Everyone knows that. If I wasn't wanting to win, then there would be a really big issue with me being the quarterback here. I want to win everything I do. That'll never change. That is not how I phrased it. It's not even what I said. So now he's denying that he said it that way, that he's going to go out there and quote-unquote F up his former team. Okay. Um, By the way, can I say that I do not believe him? Uh, you I can. think for he, I think he certainly said it. I mean, I don't know that, but of course, that's the kind of thing he says. I mean, do I think? Right. Do I think NFL media just made that up? No, of course not. So, but I don't understand why he's did, like why he would even apologize. That is who Baker Mayfield is. Baker Mayfield at his best is that dude who yeah. ran to the Buckeye at Ohio State Stadium put and put the flag down. That's yep. Baker Mayfield at his best. That Baker Mayfield, not the one that's doing the commercials and that's walking in with the sunglasses, that chip on his shoulder, Baker Mayfield, that was told he wasn't good enough and then goes and proves you wrong. That's what you want. So I want him to be that guy. And you know what? If I'm him and the Browns pick a guy like Deshaun Watson with all that he's gone through and is going through and they pick him over me, he should want to blank them up. And if he doesn't, then I'm going to ask what's wrong with him. So I don't understand why he denied it. I think it's actually cool of him to say it. I couldn't agree with you more. I, when I first heard this quote, this was the other day before he denied it, I thought to myself, okay, this is just Baker being Baker. That's I just think, him, right, yeah. And I think Baker's actually a better version of himself, as you kind of alluded to, when he does have a chip on his shoulder and when he plays that way. And so I, 
this didn't bother me whatsoever. Okay, but let's take it a step further because now Miles Garrett has responded in a pretty calm manner, right? He told the Cleveland.com's Mary Kay Cabot this, quote, we've known he's had that type of demeanor and that attitude, and for better or for worse, it works for him. I'm not mad at him for using that fire and that chip on his shoulder to help him play at the level he has. He's been successful in what he does. It's the same for us as well, he said. We'll take it, we'll use it, and I'm hoping for a great matchup. I don't think any less of him because we're going to go out there and doing the same thing he did when he was with us. He's the same guy personally, and maybe we'll see a different Baker when we get on the field. I don't know. Who knows? To me, a very normal response from from Miles Garrett. But what to take away from that whole quote I just read was they're going to also use this as motivation now going forward. Whether he said it or not, they're going to use it as if he did say it, and they're going to use it as motivation. Also fine. Who cares? Then you should use it as motivation. This is good motivation for both sides. But if I'm being completely honest here, Matt Jones, uh, Baker Mayfield has should have a larger chip, more like a boulder on his shoulder for the way things went down in Cleveland and the way that he was kind of shoved out of town after he was there with multiple rotation of coaches, a completely losing franchise year after year, and he actually brought them to the postseason and then was basically thrown to the side when they thought they had greener pastures. He should be upset. And yes. Now, look, I don't know how great he is. Do I think it was a bad decision to move on from him? Maybe not, although I wouldn't have picked Deshaun Watson. But at the same time, if you're Baker Mayfield, your career, your, to use a term I hate, but your legacy is going to come down to what you do this year. Because if you do well, then you're the guy in Carolina and you can start a second career. If you don't, in next year's loaded quarterback draft, they may decide to go find your replacement. I mean, they already went with with Sam Howell uh, there as well. So this is your year. You're still young enough that you can have a great career. But it starts this year, and interestingly enough, it starts against Cleveland. He should be worked up. I don't know if I root for him because I can't tell if I like him or not, but I will say I'm excited to see this attitude out of it. Yeah, you know, Baker's an interesting study case because he had this attitude, this chip, this this cockiness about him when he came out of college that I feel like people either loved or they hated. And it was kind of this controversial thing that we used to talk about all the time. Well, then Kevin Stefanski arrives and there's some stability then in Cleveland. And it seems like I, what, from what I remember hearing Stefanski and him had a meeting and essentially was like, grow up, no more of this, no more bantering with the media, no more doing the stick in the flag in the middle of a mascot, whatever, like no more of the nonsense. Let's focus on football. Well, then they have a successful and stabilized, season they go to the postseason and it was like well Baker's kind of changed his tune he gets all these commercials and then it's kind of like back to that old Baker now that he was kind of shoved out of Cleveland and, and done wrong and I'm I'm kind of here for it like what Stefanski did was got him right and they got the the Browns back on track and they needed it then that in that year but if this is truly who Baker is let him say what he wants to say and let him do what he wants to do because it's bode well for him clearly in the past he's not with Stefanski and the Browns anymore he can go back to whatever he wants if Matt Rule is cool with it and it feels the fire and aggravates and makes everyone mad and angry and happy in the uh, in the locker room. Who cares how he acts? I hope he goes back to the old Baker, quite frankly. I do too. And he's actually the only interesting thing to me about Carolina, who I think since Cam Newton, I've like wondered when do I get to care about Carolina again? I am going to care about them this year just to see what happens with the Baker Mayfield experience. Or, as Dan Orlovsky once gave, the worst nickname in the history of organized sports when he said on Countdown to Kickoff with me that he was going to start calling Baker Mayfield Maker Playfield. And I've never let him live that down because it is the worst like nickname that. I've ever heard in my life. You I'm do? Actually, I mean, yeah, I don't mind it. It's clever. I, I don't mind it. I like a good nickname, though, as 
I told you earlier. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. I can't (laughs) believe you would agree with that. I actually don't mind it at all. Um, I I, I can't believe you need to take that back. I'm I'm very disappointed in you. The bigger (laughs) – I'm not going to. The bigger thing with the Panthers, though, if we're going to open this up for a further discussion on what the Carolina Panthers could be this year, first of all, they have a very good defense. They have a top-ten defense in my mind. So that's number one. So that's good. A little bit of insurance for Baker Mayfield. But number two is Christian McCaffrey's health. Like, that's all that matters to me. If Christian McCaffrey is healthy and he can be – the running back we know him to be, and also he can, you know, catch the ball as well. Uh, Mayfield's golden, and this Panthers team is going to surprise some people, and they'll win a couple games here, and they might even be knocking on the door of the postseason. Like, that's what matters if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy. I feel like we've forgotten what kind of talent he is because he's been banged up so much for the last three years. But that's basically his name, right? Christian McCaffrey, if he can stay healthy. I mean, right. that's not – That's his name. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, on some level, like – he can't stay healthy, right? We know that. So, I mean, I don't particularly – if he stays healthy, that's nice. But, you know, if I start to fly, I'm going to be a very dangerous person, and I don't. So, I think he's going to – you know, I'm excited to see him play. I hope he stays healthy. But I, at this point, you cannot bank on that when you're thinking about the Panthers at all. Okay, fair enough. But I, I'm going to bank on it just a little. I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to draft him in, like, first or second pick in my fantasy draft because I'm nervous he's not going to be there for the long haul. But I will bank on it if I'm a Panthers fan because you don't have a lot else to bank on at this point, and you're in a pretty competitive division. All right, coming up, uh, Mike Tannenbaum is going to join us in 15 minutes. But straight ahead, our last look at week one in college football. We'll do it next. This is ESPN Radio and streaming on your ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Matt Jones, do you have pets? No. None? I can't take care of things. I can't take care of things. I I mean, I I barely am able to take care of myself. So the idea of actually putting the life of something else in my hands is a very negative thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, Like you're barely taking care of your comrades, which is how we uh, broadcast the national radio. He's doing it from malls, from uh, cars, sides of the road. I mean, I get all this. But that adds to the ambiance, right? Like you never know. It's kind of like where in the world is Matt Jones? Where is he going to show up next? I know. I like it. It's mysterious. Um, But I'm telling you this because in a completely unrelated to sports thing, 
I have a dog with long hair, golden retriever. She's actually sitting right next to me right now. And I have to buy a new vacuum every month. And vacuums are so expensive. And this is such an adult thing that I'm saying over national radio. I need to shut up. But it's really getting to me. And I'm really getting annoyed of buying vacuums because of my dogs. And someone needs to create a pet vacuum. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Jay Cornette and Matt Jones here with you. Uh, the ESPN App Series XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Give us a call because college football starts basically tomorrow night, week one. It already started last Last week of week zero, we get it. We got to dip our toes in the water, but really things get going. West Virginia and Pitt started off tomorrow night, one sleep away. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Matt is in Florida. Matt, week one of college football nearly here. What can you wait for or cannot wait for? The game I'm most looking forward to is Ohio State destroying Notre Dame 55-10 to 10, so we don't have to hear about Notre Dame for the rest of the season. Love it. These call these callers are absolutely brilliant today because they understand that the best thing to happen to college football is for the pretenders to go away, and there is no pretender in college football more this season than the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Such a hater, Matt Jones. It's not a hater. It's just realism. I mean, when is the last time? Give me the moment. The last time Notre Dame's had a big win that has mattered in the in the grand spectrum of college football. I don't know. Thank you. There don't you go. Me. I mean, they I made hate, the pl- I don't like quizzes or history lessons. Don't do that. They played, the in the, they played in the playoff a few years ago and got destroyed. Yeah, the, and the then, playoff hasn't been good for them. I get it. And then okay, the other thing is they had a couple of good games against Georgia, the one up in, in, in at their state and then the one in, uh, down in, in Athens. But besides that, their games are not must-see TV. And this game Saturday is going to be exciting, but they're going to absolutely get demolished. And then we don't have to think about them again until the end of the year. Okay, I'm sorry. We have to sidetrack here because I, I brought up pets and then Ryan Matlack, our producer, put something on my screen I cannot overlook. And quite frankly, it distracted me for the entirety of that call. Matlack, you have seven cats? Yeah, well, you know, it wasn't always the game plan. But my girlfriend and I uh, took in a cat. And about two or three weeks later, we noticed uh, that cat's getting fat real quick. And now I have seven of them. Because Hell she was no. pregnant. You took in a pregnant cat and you yep. didn't know it. Yep. I was bamboozled. And this was, you know, again, after like maybe weeks, if not months of refuting getting it. You know, I didn't want to get a cat. And now you have seven? So she gave birth to seven kittens? Yeah. And I, I need you to know this because it's just been like in the morning, every day I wake up wondering where these kittens are because Mother Cat keeps taking like two or three of them to different parts of the house. And so every morning I have a nice little Easter egg hunt to see, A, how many cat kittens are still around. And where are they? Where? So, what kind of cats are they? Uh, they're the, uh, <laughs> the house cat kind. I don't oh, know. Oh, I cannot. I, it's, I, uh, <laughs> the, the fur is uh, I cannot, black and I cannot. white, grayish maybe. That kind of cat. The house cat. You I like bought that. a she's, pregnant cat. She's a pregnant one. The house cat kind. I like the, the it. The anxiety level for me hearing this story is legitimately. <laughs> the, the worst part is clearly not much of a house cat because she was outdoors for obviously enough time oh, to get So did you just like find one on the street and just bring it in your house? No, it was through the family and we were given uh, misleading information. <laughs> the status of the cat. Uh, no kidding, misleading information. Who thinks they're going to bed with one and waking up with seven? That's extremely misleading. 
Oh, my goodness, yeah. man. Like, okay, so he puts that on our screen, Matt, and I'm, like, uh, trying to listen to the caller, and I'm like... Well, for the record, what? I did put that on before the calls. This wasn't something that see. was spawned by the it. Notre Dame call. Oh, I didn't see it, and it just... I, I needed explanations. Okay. Oh, good. Uh, let's go back to college football. Speaking of cats, uh, maybe we'll go K-State Wildcats here. Let's go with Tyler here in Kansas, too. Line two. Hey, so I am super excited. We've got... South Dakota State, I think, first week. That doesn't matter. As we all saw recently what Nebraska really is. And we've got Wait a minute. Hang on just a second. Hang on just a second, Kansas State fan. You say South Dakota State doesn't matter. If I'm correct, it wasn't that many years ago. Didn't they beat you in the first game? Get a matchup. Everyone tumble. I think we all have acknowledged we all make mistakes. And we okay, all well, so, but I mean, don't sit there and say, don't sit there and say it, it doesn't matter. I think they beat you the last time they played you. So if I'm you, North, before I worry North, North Dakota State. Whatever, Dakota all the State, Dakotas the run Dakota. together for me. I'm just telling you, you better be very careful before you start thinking about these other schools because there's a very good chance you can't even beat one of the to- Dakotas, most, much less both of them. <laughs> well, see, here's why I have faith, because we have this guy, Adrian Martinez, who I think is going to have a redemption tour this season, and that's what I'm excited about. If there's one thing you want, it's a guy who was the starting quarterback for a 3-9 and nine team to be your quarterback the next all right. year. All right. Okay, Matt Jones. First of all, it's South Dakota, not South Dakota State, and North Dakota State actually has produced, as we know, some very good quarterbacks and has a very good track record, so they can beat Power 5 schools and we don't have to raise, you know, what about it. Um, but Kansas State, okay, we'll see. I'm sorry, the Big 12 though needs to really i mean they could use a little bit more of texas oklahoma and then how about someone else kansas state why don't you step up let's go to tom in colorado springs tom what game team player tell me what you're looking forward to this upcoming college football season okay well first thing i gotta do is clap back at harvey from a little bit ago saying that uh, ohio state's gonna shut out notre dame that's laughable Ohio State's defense last year sucked. They couldn't stop a cat getting out of a wet paper bag. Now I'm not. I don't think you. you wait, wait a second. I don't think your analogy was correct. I think you. I think you mixed metaphors. But nevertheless, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I'm not dumb enough to pick against Ohio State against Notre Dame. I think it's going to be a barn burner. I think like sixty. 35, maybe. Ohio State's going to win that. But, but, November 26th, when my Wolverines go to the horseshoe, You're gonna we lose. are going to punch lot. them in the mouth and retain our Big Ten yeah. title. That's ridiculous. Hey, hey, listen, no. it's, I'll tell you what's going to happen when you go to Ohio State. The defeat is going to be biblical, and I'm glad, I hope Harbaugh knows that because that's what's going to happen. I mean, listen, Michigan Michigan had a great year last year. They deserve all the credit, but the reasons they won those games are all gone, so they will lose to Ohio State. Listen, in college football this year, there are two teams that are better than everybody else, Alabama and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Georgia's got the talent to be right there with them. The next one for me would be Texas A&M, although they won't make the play because they're not going to take three from the SEC. 
outside of those four, it's a huge drop-off shade to everybody else, yeah. and Michigan is in that everybody else. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I just hope last year's success with Michigan isn't just lightning in a bottle because they were on a trajectory where I'm like, they're about to disappoint me, they're about to disappoint me, I'm not a Michigan fan, but I'm just telling you, and, and they didn't. So I just hope that doesn't happen now come this upcoming season. All right, we're going to talk to Mike Tannenbaum, go back to the NFL here shortly. We'll do that next. It's ESPN Radio I'm streaming on the ESPN app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Sleep away from the start of college football season. I think we're asleep and a week or two away from the start of the NFL season. I think we've already established math with the sleeps, not really my thing. Matt Jones, Shay Cornette here with you, filling in for Canty and Carlin this evening on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, one of my favorite human beings, Mike Tannenbaum, joining us now. He's our ESPN NFL front office insider. Mike T, hope you are well, buddy. Long time no talk. Um, so we were recently going back and forth a little bit about Baker Mayfield. Because, of course, we were. Um, And essentially, there's a story, I'm sure you've seen it, Mike T, that has come out that he basically said he was going to F up his former team in the Browns week one. Now he's saying he didn't say it like that. Miles Garrett is responding. Okay, so the back and forth here is is wonderful, especially for all of us that are going to be watching week one between the Browns and the Panthers. But my question to you is, Mike T, do you think we're going to go back to seeing kind of that old Baker Mayfield with the Panthers this year, the one that has that chip on his shoulder that's a little bit cocky, that does things a little bit more unconventional. Yeah, great to be with you, Shay, and hope you're feeling good. Um, You know, I actually hope it's the opposite. I hope he learned from his mistakes and experiences in Cleveland and really starts to uh, mature and evolves over time and 
I was disappointed to see this little dust up. You know, Baker Mayfield has a chance to have a great second half of his career, much the way someone like Vinny Testaverde did. And all he has to do is work hard, put his head down, and it's, um, you know, nothing good comes out of drawing more attention to himself because if they win, you win. But if you lose, it'll just be a big bullseye on him. So hopefully uh, he learns the error of his ways from his first, you know, go around with the Browns. We were talking earlier about the Lamar Jackson situation, and I, I noted that while I understand Lamar Jackson's position, I also sort of understand the position of the Ravens that just because the Browns may have overpaid for Deshaun Watson, why should they have to? You've been in those positions. If you see someone reset the market in a way that would make a signing for you not financially prudent, do you just have to do it, or do you actually sort of stay in your ground like the Ravens have for at least some time with Lamar? Yeah, Matt, that's uh, why I think the deal's not done. I think this is the first of uh, three heavyweight bouts at the negotiation table. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are going to be extension eligible in March, and the eyes of the football world are watching whether or not the Cleveland Browns started a new trend with fully guaranteed contracts for quarterbacks, starting with Deshaun Watson, or, as you said, you know, do those other teams say, like, well, wait a second, the Browns are crazy. We're not going to be, you know, bound by their mistakes. So uh, I've been there where, you know, you never want one deal to set sort of like the market. And I think that's really, you know, in talking to people around the guys, the only reason Lamar's deal is not done is you have Deshaun Watson's fully guaranteed contract sitting out there. And right now the Ravens are saying, you know, the Browns are crazy and more are not. Okay, well, speaking of, Mike Tannenbaum will be on the call with Steve Levy for our Football Sunday broadcast of Ravens and Jets. Starts at noon Eastern on Sunday, September 11th. And so we wonder if Lamar Jackson is going to have a deal done by then or not. Uh, Let's pivot a little bit here, though, because I think the big news today, and Mike T., I know you probably remember, like, cut day, this time in the NFL, where guys are either going to other teams or getting released or whatnot, and guys are learning about who their teammates are going to be going forward. One of those guys today that got traded, at least, was Jalen Rager, and now he becomes a Minnesota Viking. And the trade was, uh, I don't have it right in front of me, but something like a seventh-round pick and, and a conditional fifth or something like that for Jalen Rager going to the Vikings. What do you make of this move? Yeah, similar to what, like, you and Jordan got for me to come on your show. Like, it it's wasn't much at all. Like, it was a conditional pick. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably like a bag of chips every Sunday at three. That's, yeah, it wasn't much at all. <laughs> but, uh, look, Jalen Rager just had this massive target on his back in Philadelphia. Ironically, it's because the Eagles passed on Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings to draft Jalen Rager. But, look, Jalen Rager gets a fresh start. He's a guy that can run. His hands are somewhat inconsistent. And if you're the Eagles, look, you had this great offseason. You got A.J. Brown. You got Devontae Smith. Rager was going to be a backup at best. And, like, to me, I've been in those situations before where there's so much on, you know, the, there's a big lens on you, like all this attention. You sort of cut your losses, and hopefully Jalen Rager can, you know, just get a fresh start and get out there with, you know, Osborne and Jefferson and Beelin, and hopefully he has a chance to be, a, you know, a contributor. But really quick, Mike T, do you feel like there's too many cooks in the kitchen then in Minnesota with Justin Jefferson, with Thielen, and now you add Rager into the mix? Well, I think it gives them good depth, you know, because, again, he can run. The question's going to be, Shay, is can he play special teams? If he can do that, um, you, you really – you know, with the rigors of a 17-game season, like I, I think that was pretty good value for the Vikings. Yeah, he doesn't have to be an A; he just has to be a solid B. Yeah. Okay. 
I was saying earlier, we were the question was who is the player you think will have a breakout year uh, in, in in college football? Excuse me, in the NFL, and I said uh, Trevor Trevor Lawrence was my pick because I believe that he's going to make a huge leap. Do you like that pick? And then who would you pick as somebody about to make a breakout in this season? Yeah, that's a great pick. I'm a big believer in Doug Peterson, and I, I think that's really sensible. Um, I'll stay uh, close by. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints, Jameis Winston. You know, I thought Jameis was playing I think people realized a year ago uh, before he got hurt. They've really done a great job when you think about adding guys like Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas hopefully being healthy, Alvin Kamara. Like all, all Jameis has to do is just distribute the ball. That, that team is loaded. And, again, if he can stay healthy, I think Jameis is going to have a big year. Yeah, I, I would argue that the Saints have one of the best receiving cores in the entire National Football League. Mike T, so good catching up with you. I know we are approaching NFL season slowly but surely, and I can't wait to talk to you more often, buddy. Thanks for the time. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it, Shay. You're feeling good. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. That's Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN NFL front office insider. You can hear him here on ESPN Radio and, of course, in a million different places on ESPN platforms. Uh, this is Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Shay Cornette and Matt Jones filling in for the guys here this evening. We're going to play a little game of three and out, as we always do here on Candy and Carlin, and we'll do it next right here on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Shay Cornette, Matt Jones here with you. And, you know, I'm not really a big proponent of scary movies. Not my thing. Uh, Matt, I feel like there's enough scariness going on in the world. Why do I have to watch more of it is kind of my take on life. However, people keep taking these, like, happy childhood memories and creating scariness about them. And so please enlighten me on what is the latest version of this, if you will. All right. So little background here. Winnie the Pooh. In January of this past year, the original 1926 version of Winnie the Pooh entered the public domain. So that means anyone could take those characters and do whatever they want with them. So an independent film uh, maker came out and is making, quote, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And basically, (laughs) (laughs) basically, um, it's about uh, Christopher Robin uh, abandoning his childhood friends and Winnie the Pooh and Piglet are going on a uh, very violent uh, revenge tour. Okay, thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. That's Mark. Ronald's I think that sounds excellent, to be honest with you. Excellent. I don't even like horror movies. Like, I don't even like horror movies. I don't particularly want to be scared. But I have to say the idea of a violent Winnie the Pooh and Piglet is actually something I think I would go watch just for the absurdity of it. 
Why? Why waste your time? Why do you need absurdity? What do you waste my time? You know no. what I do? Listen, see, you're you're a mother and you're you're married and all that. For those of us that are, you know are trying to have fun in life, what is wasting my time about seeing a violent Winnie the Pooh? I'd like. I mean, Winnie the that to me is very entertaining. What else am I going to do? Watch you know the tenth uh, New York Jets game of the year? I think it's more exciting. Yeah, I have to this say this is that. the same guy. This is the same guy who literally like rushed out of a class to go to the bar that he owns and works at to be on national radio all simultaneously in the last four hours, but tells me that he's going to waste his time going to watch a scary Winnie the Pooh movie. Get out of here with that. No, well, in, 15 minutes, I'm, in 15 minutes, I'm hosting trivia as soon as this show is over. So I like to stay busy. And if a little bit, that, that's the thing. I taught a college, law, uh, a college law class, host this, did my show this morning, then hosting trivia. Sometimes you just want to sit back and not think, and having a, a violent Winnie the Pooh might be a good thing to sit back and relax with. Okay, are there other movies that you would make into perhaps a thriller or something else? No, I, I'm cool with like a rom-com or a reality show if I'm not watching sports or something. How about a violent Fred Flintstone? Why? See, like, why are we taking these childhood <laughs> memories that are, like, sacred to me and happy and making them into scary figures? I don't want this. I don't like it. I didn't even like that they kind of do this with Disney characters in the real-life version. No. I'm not okay with this. And also, I don't want my two-year-old son asking me questions like, why does Winnie have a knife and blood and honey? This seems, I don't need to answer questions like this. There's enough scariness already in the world. But you don't need to, but it would be kind of funny, right? No. More Matt and I in just a minute here on Canteen Carlin. Kenny Carlin coming through your airways here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN App Series XM Channel 80. Shea Cornette and Matt Jones filling in for the guys today, and it has been a really fun ride to do, th- do so. Thank you so much to our guests for joining us today, and I- I'm already forgetting who all of them were. I know we just had Mike Tannenbaum on here not long ago. Rob Ninkovich joined us. Um, help me fill in if you remember, but I don't. Four hours goes fast, and there's a lot on our minds here and a lot we're doing here. Uh, there was uh, whatchamacallit right at the yeah, beginning. Exactly. The, the... Yeah, right there, right there at the beginning, whatchamacallit. Uh, but nonetheless, we're going to end the show how we always end the show here on Canteen Carlin, and for that we go three and out. Okay, and so usually there's music. So there there's... usually would be an intro, but that's yeah, okay. Think, here, let, right, right. let me take oh, we care got it. Of it. No, we hold go. on, we got it. Ready? Oh, here we go. Three, okay. two, one. There we go. Sometimes it's the worst. All plans the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. There we go. That's what I was looking for here. A little three and out music to set up here what it is. Now, Matt Leck, remind me, Matt Leck, our producer, I throw to you for these, right? You're going to tee us up on three and out, correct? You sure do. I'd Let's love go. To take Third it. out, please. Let's make it happen here. Um, first off, this is something that I always have trouble with, guys, because uh, we're getting close to fall, but we haven't exactly felt fall weather yet. Still, pumpkin coffee is back, and every year I have to make the rounds to ask are you a pumpkin diehard that needs it year-round, or do you like that it's only seasonal? Shay, we'll start with you. Okay, so, uh, like, I, I can be basic sometimes. That's fine. I'll accept that. But I'm not basic in this manner. I'm not like a pumpkin spice latte, pumpkin spice Oreo, pumpkin spice on my corn kind of girl. However, I would enjoy on a brisk, like, Saturday morning in the fall a, a nice pumpkin spice latte to go with my walk and, like, watching the leaves change. I'm not against it. But I'm not someone that needs to make the rounds and buy everything pumpkin spice come September. I also love that it's seasonal, just like I love, like, the Christmas coffee cups. 
some things don't need to be year round, and I'm here for the pumpkin spice in the fall kind of things. Matt? I like seasonal things. It's why I always get excited when McRib is back. Ugh. But with that said, uh, I don't I don't understand the desire to pumpkin flavor everything. There's never been a time in my life where I saw a pumpkin and I thought, you know what, I'd really love to eat that. And yet somehow, starting about 15 years ago, we just gave everything pumpkin flavor. I always thought pumpkins were actually kind of disgusting, except for doing anything but carving. So the idea that all of a sudden that's the flavor that everybody needs has never made sense to me i've never particularly liked it i like the idea of seasonal flavors it's just i wouldn't pick pumpkin i like like say peppermint that's a seasonal flavor that i enjoy so i have a question you don't like pumpkin pie at thanksgiving i know i mean at first it's 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 fine i mean but like let me just ask you a question. Have you ever carved a pumpkin and when you took out the guts of it just said, man, I'd love to eat this? No. no. I mean, it's like you throw it away. So why have we all of a sudden decided let's all eat this thing that we used to throw away? I know, but it's, it doesn't always work like that. Like some people don't like tomatoes, but they like marinara sauce. Like that, things are just brewed differently. I don't know. I I don't need it everything flavored pumpkin, but I actually don't mind. I actually like the flavor of pumpkin. I don't mind pumpkin pie. It's not my favorite. I'm like not Mike Gold Jr., but I, I do I do like pumpkin flavored things occasionally. All right, Matt Lack, what's next? Yeah, just a friendly reminder too, guys, that Mel Kiper Jr. I'm pretty sure eats a yes. slice of pumpkin pie like every day. No, no, it is every day. Yeah. One time I what? hosted with him, and I was like, are you for real? And he said, yes, every day right after lunch. <laughs> what? Oh, it's so great. I mean, how, how does one, you just buy it at the store once a week? You buy a pumpkin pie? Do they even make those not around the fall? I don't know. but they do? I do like to think of a world in which there is a business purely still going just because Mel Kuyper Jr. loves pumpkin pie. I think he was he, right. he liked pumpkin before. It's cool. You got to give him credit yeah, for that. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Okay. All right. What's next? Uh, this one, I guess we're... Second down. Yeah, we're, we're kind of in the uh, food territory still. And I'm going to throw to Mark, our board op, who just did a great job with the movie segment. He's got a uh, interesting uh, story about Sauce Gardner. Mark, take it away. All right. So Sauce Gardner, Jets rookie corner. He has an um, endorsement with Buffalo Wild Wings now. And he has a new sauce called, quote, Sauce Sauce. <laughs> That's the new Buffalo Wild Wings sauce that you can get all throughout football season. I love it. I, I can't believe it took this long for Sauce Gardner to have his own sauce, quite frankly. There has to be another one that was in the works before this. Sauce's sauce is so good, I don't even know what it entails. Is it spicy? Is it not? Is it like habanero? Is it, it what is it? What, I got you. It's uh, apparently, it's a mixture of, uh, bu- uh, what is it, barbecue sauce and a hot sauce. So it's like sweet. Delicious. And spicy. I love this. Sauce I thought they, sauce, was already, they already had up. that. It, it was called hot barbecue. I like the idea of it, okay? I think that's anything that's play on people's words. Like, you know, at Kentucky, the coach is John Calipari, and so people sell John Calamari. I think that's very cool. Like, I, when you do that kind of stuff, it's exciting. It's fun. It, it, it sort of makes uh, it makes everybody happy. So if Sauce Gardner, if he's going to have a name, he should have his own sauce. Although if I were him, I wouldn't have partnered with Buffalo Wild Ring, Wings. I would have just sold my own and sold it in the grocery store stores and made big bucks but sometimes they do that don't they sell uh like sauces at like buffalo wild wing sauces at the grocery some grocery stores i feel like they do so hopefully they are selling sauces sauce 
around the world because I, for one, would like to buy some. All right, last one. Do we got one more? We have one more. And honestly, this is a bit of a self-interest thing because it's based off of our conversation that we just had about that some of our audience heard about horror movies that have been kind of inspired by, believe it or not, childhood stories. And I got some good names here, and I wondered if I could kind of workshop them with you guys. Okay, go ahead. All right, uh, Finding Nemo in a Watery Grave. Bambi, hunting season. (laughs) No, here's the thing I like about Bambi. I think the Bambi one should be Bambi hunts back. (laughs) See, see that to me, now that's a good movie. Bambi decides, you know what? I'm tired of you people shooting at me. It's time for me to shoot back. That is how you have a good horse. See, wouldn't you like that? Because everybody's all sad during Bambi. Don't you like it, Shay, if Bambi no. gets to fight back? No, I don't I don't like any of these suggestions at all. Actually, the only one I would go with with childhood stories like becoming real-life horror films, they might have already done this and I just missed the boat on it because I already thought it was horrifying from when I was a child, is the Hansel and Gretel, Gretel story. Like where the kids are like, they get like put in the oven and stuff. Like that is a horrifying okay, story. Okay, but again, think about this. Hansel and Gretel fight back and they put the parents in the oven. How about it's, Pinocchio? I think it's the witches or yeah. How about Pinocchio? No more strings on me. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's Pinocchio in the big moment he cuts the strings off of him and he just starts nailing Geppetto right in the face. Oh, see, this has gone off the rails. This whole idea is a terrible idea. Let's keep childhood happy stories happy and let's create weird horror movies for people to you go see. In I don't know, free Matt. Time. Like, I, tell me. I think you guys. I can't see you, but I think you guys in the studio are with me that these are films that you would want yeah, to see. Shay's on an island here right now, and I understand that based off of you know. The fact that she's a mother that has to look out for her kid, but we don't, we're childless, so we don't have to worry about that. And yes. personally, I think the world needs more of this type of content. Uh, you want to go out to LA, pitch this sucker? Yeah, what you, you guys need more to do. That's hey, what I'm we telling need you. More the, to do, okay? The, than pitch the Bambi Revenge movie is is a money making machine because Perhaps. I have to tell you, I'm in a place where people go hunting, and I look. I'm not trying to say if people want to hunt, that's fine. But I've always thought. What, what did this deer do to you? Like, leave them alone. But if the deer gets to fight back, like in a most dangerous game kind of thing, Shay, I'm in. All right, fair enough. Also, the third guest we were forgetting. So a big thank you here, obviously, to Mike Tannenbaum, Rod Nikovich, and Chris Carlin, who joined us earlier in the show. With Carlin, his very show is the one guest that we forgot to mention. We're terrible, Matt Jones. We'll get better. Well, you know, he is. Most of the summer, he's kind of been a guest on his show. So it's, uh, you know, it is. It's been a lot of fun. And Shay, I'd never met you. Uh, until today, I really enjoyed doing the show with you, and thank you for bearing with me as I had to do the first couple of segments in the parking lot sitting on the street. Hey, it just makes for a better story. It was fun working with you too, Matt Jones. Again, Canty and Carlin is brought to you by Indeed. Thinking about hiring? You need Indeed.com slash credit. This has been a fun day, obviously. Loved hanging with Matt Jones. Loved hanging with my guys there in the control room as well. Um, Canty and Carlin here coming through your airwaves. But without Canty and Carlin, though, instead it was Matt Jones and Shay Cornette today. I know you are off to host trivia, Matt Jones, so you go do yes. that and enjoy, and I hope you stump everyone in the room because it sounds like there's a lot of people there. Straight ahead, it's Spain and Fix Nets coming through your airways. This has been ESPN Radio, streaming as well on the ESPN app. Have a good one, everybody.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.